This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by AeroPress. Now, let me paint a picture for you. You bought an amazing, delicious smelling bag of coffee beans. You get home, you're stoked. You make the coffee and it just isn't what you're feeling. You know, it's, it's a bad cup. AeroPress coffee, however, uses a patented brew method. That's right. You didn't think I knew about brew methods, but I do. Uh, it gets all the purest flavor that you could imagine out of those beans and it speeds things up so coffee doesn't get over extracted. It's going to give you a smooth Uh, It's going to give you a rich, it's going to give you a bitter-free cup of coffee that tastes as good as the smell, if not better. And that's what we're all shooting for. You know what I mean? AeroPress, it's like a French press that makes a way better cup of coffee. AeroPress uses a patented three-in-one brew technology, again, with my brew technology knowledge. Uh, It's going to combine the flavor benefits of espresso, pour-over, and French press into one compact tiny little portable device built for travel. I got one. I have traveled with it. It is in the cupboard right now, barely taking up any space. You get a completely unique, delicious cup of coffee wherever you go, only possible with an AeroPress. With over 55,000 five-star ratings in over 60 countries, that's almost more countries than I thought existed. AeroPress is the best-reviewed coffee press on the planet. At just under 50 bucks, and with all of those great reviews, AeroPress makes an exceptional gift. It's thoughtful, it's proven, tasty, and travel-oriented. I'm all those things as well. Who wouldn't love that as a gift? Gift receipt, not needed. No one's going to take it back. Get on it. AeroPress is shockingly affordable, less than 50 bucks. And we've got an incredible offer for our audience. Visit AeroPress.com slash AllFantasy. Again, that's A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S dot com slash all fantasy and use the promo code all fantasy to save 20% off of your order. That's aeropress.com slash all fantasy and be sure to use the code all fantasy at checkout to save 20%. It is time to ditch the drive through, toss the French press and say yes to better mornings fueled by better coffee. Aeropress ships to the USA and over 60 countries around the world. And we thank Aeropress for sponsoring our show. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's up, all family? It's Ian Carmel. We've recorded so far in advance that I got a bunch of new dates, and I got to let you know about all of them. All of these tickets are available right now. I will be in Los Angeles on November 1st at Dynasty Typewriter. I will be in Baltimore, Maryland at Magoobies November 3rd and 4th. I will be in Vancouver, British Columbia, November 30th through December 2nd at the House of Comedy with Sean Jordan. I will be in Austin, Texas at the Vulcan Gas Company, December 8th and 9th. I will be in New York City, January 4th at the City Winery, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, January 5th at City Winery, and Boston, Massachusetts on January 6th, also at City Winery. And then finally, uh, in Portland, Oregon, March 23rd at Revolution Hall, big blowout show, special guests, 
me doing an hour as I get prepared to record and release for the first time in a decade, a new album and a new special. So check that out. In addition to that, you can now pre-order my book, T-Shirt Swim Club. It's a book about growing up fat, being fat, people's relationship to fat, getting a little bit less fat, getting fat again, all of those things. It's me writing it from a comedic perspective and a memoir perspective. And then my little sister writing from the perspective of a clinical psychologist about all of those things. You can get that anywhere you can pre-order books. It's out in June, but you can pre-order it now. Pre-ordering really, really helps. Uh, you can get it at bookshop.org, Powell's, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, if you want to shop there, any of those places. Pre-order it now, please. It's going to be a fantastic book. I know it's a fantastic book. You're really going to like it. And uh, pre-orders, again, really help. All right, enough out of me. Let's get to the episode. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that fantasy drafts anything and everything from the world of pop culture. On today's episode, we are drafting greatest weaknesses slash only weaknesses. We'll get into that more once we get into the episode. Our guest today is the fantastic comedian, author, television writer, a very inspiring member of the Writers Guild as well, I just want to say, as a, as a <laughs> fellow you. member out there on the streets taking the message to the people, Josh Gondelman. Hey, thank you. I'm your host, Ian Carmel. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I don't know why I said that like I was fucking, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What was that? I like said that like I'm a cartoon pigeon. You're welcome, uh, Ian. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah very hey. like, like I bought a hot dog from you. Yeah. Uh, my friends and comedians, David Borey and Sean Jordan are also here. Let's get into that episode. Welcome to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything, the episode that's having a gorgonzola and gabagool sandwich. Yeah. That's the energy I brought into this. I don't <laughs> I know like why. it. Yeah. I feel, I, yeah. yeah, might be the new me. This might just be me from now on. I hate to tell you this, bud, but it's the old you too. So I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what you want to do with that. I, I put a little extra fucking hot sauce on that one, though. You did. Yeah. Oh, man, Max, the other day was in the front yard. She had a rock in one hand, and she was going like this to the other rock and said she was putting hot sauce on the rocks. <laughs> uh, uh, That's good. She's modeling, she's modeling behavior off like, you. Holy buckets. Yeah, yeah, me yeah, putting yeah, hot sauce on whiskey. <laughs> oh, I asked her to say she clackety in the living room, and she kind of did it. So if she's up from her nap, we can get her in here for this one. I love you. <laughs> um, our, our friend Josh Gondelman is here today. Josh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining. Fresh off uh, some dates in Detroit. How are you doing, buddy? I'm feeling good. I took a long nap. I, I like yeah. that. It was good. I Because I did that early flight. And uh, I so I got, I was up at about five to fly home to New York. And then I got home and I was like, I'm going to take a nap at like noon. And my wife was like, I'll join you. And then we woke up at one and I was like, not finished. <laughs> and she got yeah. up and, left, and I slept for another hour. You yeah. wake up and you're all dizzy because you were in deep day sleep. Oh, Just yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. When you wake up kind of disoriented person. Yeah. Yeah. Sweaty. In the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Sweat. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Working yes. hard. Yeah, kind of panic where you're like, fuck, I'm, I had to have missed something. Something had to have gone by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <gasps> what time? That is a good thing. Like waking up for Did that's someone a good drug point. me and like, throw I me in my get, bed? 
Yeah. <laughs> you get a little panicky. Does anyone else's mom, no matter when you answer, like if you call them and you wake them up, do they all, anyone else pretend not to have been sleeping? I do that constantly. I, yeah, I'll never oh, yeah. admit to having been sleeping. Never. Uh, hello. I'm like, I know she's asleep. And it's like, hello. It's like, did I wake you up? No. <laughs> Why do you sound like you just smoked like a carton of cigarettes? Yeah. What's going on? I'll never admit. Uh, you'll never catch me sleeping. Never. You're no. not. No. My dog will bark in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, I was just resting my eyes. <laughs> she tells me she's sorry for going to sleep. So I'll call her and she'll be like, I'm so sorry I was sleeping. And it's like, that's all good. I'm never going to get mad at my mom for sleeping. <laughs> yeah. You got to do that every day. Yeah, you're, you are all good. And it'll be, yeah, but eight in the morning. I'm sorry I was asleep. That's all good, man. Yeah, Don't worry about okay. it. Um, <laughs> Josh, today we are drafting greatest slash only weaknesses. You sent us several wonderful ideas. This was Thank one you. of them. What was the inspiration behind this idea? I think normally when you when we have people have these these fun conversations, it's always like, "What superpower would you want?" And that to me, people ha- kind of have the same conversation over and over again about that. But I feel like greatest weaknesses is that flip side that doesn't get talked about enough, and it's equally important. Now, are we drafting? The way I understand it is, we're I went drafting, way beyond superheroes. Yeah, me too. Oh no, no, me too. I'm all over the place. We're yeah, drafting actual figures and their greatest weaknesses. Ooh, okay. Like oh, are, or are we not? Are we well, not? The example we... was Superman. Yeah, I have yeah. some fictional. Oh, not some... actual people, but like figures and their weaknesses. We're not drafting ones that we would like to have, or are we? Not that we want to have. No, okay, no, that's right. no, 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 no. Go, go, go. no yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I, I wish I had celiac disease. It's <laughs> <laughs> Fictional, fictional or real things. Yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. one or yes, greatest yes. weakness. Yep. Okay. Always good to actually have this conversation right before we do the podcast. I think it's on fun. Yeah. I think it's I fun think because so sometimes too. you have to alter yourself a little bit, which I've I've had to do quite a few times with the vegetables. I was like, like so ocean, we're talking about baby. talking about candy, right? When we did vegetables, I was like, so candy and like <laughs> hamburgers and stuff too, or just vegetables. Sean doesn't like vegetables. <laughs> Nobody does. I'm just the only one who's telling the truth. I like vegetables. That's what are you talking a really about? wild take, my yeah. man. Nobody <laughs> likes vegetables. Nobody likes that's uh, that's insane that you think that. <laughs> that's like the 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 first chapter of a, a cookbook by a seven year old chef. Yeah. yeah. You think we're all gaslighting you? Yeah. No, I think you guys are. You fell victim to big vegetable. They dip carrots in brainwash, bro. You didn't know that. Don't talk about Shane like that. Big vegetable's a friend of ours. <laughs> big vegetable. <laughs> Shane, now that he's boxing a lot, he's big vegetable. Big vegetable, dude. Shane, Josh, Josh, have you seen Shane Torres running around New York City like Rocky yet? <laughs> no, I can't wait to one day just walk up my front door and he's just Baba. Yeah, getting strong now. <laughs> hey, Baba. Uh, wait, because you have. Sean, you have a youthful palate, I think, because when yeah, I that's a, that's a nice thank way to you put for it. being nice about it. <laughs> when I saw you guys, we call it yuck mouth. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, we're not gonna talk about Boston, are we? <laughs> Holy yeah. Yeah. Wait, you you know, I was when we went to the bar after the amazing all fantasy everything show at the Wilbur Theater, so much fun. And I walked in, and you had a glass of what I thought was the darkest red wine I'd ever <laughs> seen. And I was like, "What is? Are you drinking squid ink?" And you're like, "Oh, it's." <laughs> It's Jaeger. And I was like, oh, and it like, <gasps> I am so washed. I forgot that was a thing people drank. It was Jaeger <laughs> with a, with a, with a, with a drop of Red Bull. They didn't, they weren't very generous on the Red Bull, but there was a little in there. But yeah, that ship maybe, maybe has sailed in the I, last, I'm, in the last 10 months. 
Maybe. I, I, mean, I don't know. My, I would I, be shocked. My heart, it's, I can feel things now that I, <laughs> like, I couldn't when I, like, when Is I. Is your father? Like, yeah, I was going to say, you take your daughter for that? Or? <laughs> I, can feel, I can feel things slipping away now in my heart, so. It's, so sure the I'll Red Bull's gone one, or the Jaeger or both? The Red Bull. Rachel uh, won't oh, let the Jaeger that's what's so. gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not what I thought you meant. Jaeger's still in play. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see you saying goodbye to the Red Bull. You're going to be yeah. at the bar. Can I get a decaf <laughs> coffee and Jaeger bomb? <laughs> no, no more tonic. The bubbles are bad for my guts. It's straight gin now. Yeah, straight yeah. gin for me. Give me that moose blood or whatever <laughs> whatever they say is in there. You're going to be in there. Can I get a matcha? Can I get a Jaeger matcha? A matcha bomb? <laughs> You're going to Jaeger and matcha. Just like, you know they got them. You know a, they got those. Decaf latte with a, just a shot of Jaeger in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't do that here. It's the first time for everything, my friend. Luckily, I brought the de- I brought the decaf latte. So <laughs> I, brought, I have most of it. Can I drink it in here? Can I give you ten bucks and I'll just drink it? <laughs> uh, it's an amazing. It's an amazing topic, and we're going to uh, get into it. By but first, we need to determine the order of this draft, and we do that with a rollicking game. Of rock, paper, scissors, and uh, we all throw on shoot. Joshua, I've moved the plugs till after the second break. It's That's just right. a really cool production note that I'm throwing out you there. You know, I was thinking about it. It's fine because, like, now they're just in there. And, and when people, like, are listening, they're just going to, there's not really a way to, like, miss them. So I think that's good. I don't have much going on. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, we want to hear about all of it, but not till later. Okay. Nap City, so baby. Pipe down and get ready to throw <laughs> rock, City. paper, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> Nap City. Nap, Nap City. <laughs> I only understood that to be about taking a little snooze in the afternoon. I know it's about Indianapolis, Nap City. <laughs> That's oh, wait, it's Rack, oh wait, it's Rack City. Rack City. Yeah, but the song, song is Rack City. Tigers do sleep a lot, I think. So it is more accurate. Tiger doesn't sleep a lot. Tiger doesn't sleep. Yeah, Tiger's. Well, up. don't sleep on Tiger. He hangs out in the city that never sleeps. Las Vegas. Porn guy. He does. Tiger's porn? a porn you... guy. No, he's he a, a rapper. Guy? Ty- I know, but isn't he in the porn world too? I don't I've know. I've seen it. I haven't watched his porn. I, I don't want no, to. I Google thought he was Tiger like porn in the world. So, well, never mind. never mind. Like how Uncle Luke is. I don't know who Uncle Luke is. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you know who Uncle Luke is. Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke. Miami, Should I know who Uncle saying? Luke is? Ooh, he's from Two Live Crew. Oh, yeah, sure. I know who Tretch. Two Live Crew is. Could be another example of a rapper in the porn world. I didn't know Tretch is in the Tretch porn do, world. Does Tretch do Man. porn? Wasn't Tretch? He doesn't do porn. I think he That's owns how like naughty a, he is. There's yeah. no yeah. way. It's, it's in his nature. <laughs> you know, not ask him to stop. I wouldn't. <laughs> if they were like, all right, you have to perform, Tretch is going to be watching. I'd be like, wow. <laughs> my penis is a little turtle that went into my, into my body. It's never There's no out. one I would like to watch me have sex less than Tretch. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe the funniest thing to say at the the climax of sex is hip hop hooray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hip hop hooray. <laughs> I do it the way he raps it. Hip hop, hip hip hop, hip hip hop. <laughs> that would be that might get my turtle out of its shell a little bit. Yeah, not because I hate you. <laughs> Uh, I like, like that they did. I'm sorry to keep derailing. I do love that they did a whole song that was a, a play on the phrase hip hip hooray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's a very good rapper. Yeah. yeah. They other, also did a song called Other People's Pussy. So, you know, yeah. I mean? yeah. 
And, and that was the one two punch. Singing it. They <laughs> play that's another one that I always forget about, but that was on the radio like crazy. All the time. <laughs> it's crazy. And everybody's just like, yeah, you know me. Yeah. I'm yep. known for doing that. Yeah. I'm a real what I'm about bag. that life. <laughs> you don't even have to ask. Oh yeah. You know, everybody knows. Fuck yeah, boy. <laughs> like everybody knows. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an yeah. I'm an aunt at a wedding. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did play it at weddings. They played that everywhere. Middle school dances, they would play that I song. mean, the beat is insane. It's yeah. a Michael so Jackson good. song, isn't yeah, it? They, like, Feel Me Flow, they had another knock. Holler If You Hear Me. They had a lot of... Yeah. Lot of or, no, that was Nature Tupac. What am I thinking of? Not Holler If You Hear Me. Um, anyway, sorry. Feel Me Flow. It's uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors, and we throw on Hip Hop Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> rock, Paper, Scissors, Hip Hop Hooray! Why? Oh, we have to do it again. Rock, paper, scissors, hip hop, hooray! Oh, Josh <laughs> wins. Scissors against two papers, a natural win. <sighs> Josh, as the winner of rock, paper, scissors, it is incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. But before you do that, I will remind you: it's a serpentine draft. Mm-hmm. And what is that? A great question. Kind of like last episode, it's like tiling. If you've ever tiled, you ever tiled a floor? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody on the yeah, floor? Yeah, actually, tile I have. Whoa. Yeah, I have. So You're going it's from like when you... roofing to tiling in back-to-back episodes? He's got your whole house covered. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll take you to the Sean bathroom. doesn't do walls. Yeah, but yeah. But with no. the shingles, they overlap. Yeah, you tile the floor. You So you go left to right, and then you go up, right to left, up, left to right. Then the grout work comes in. That's what takes the time. That's where the champions so are made. After you lay the tiles, then the grout comes into That's play. That's where you separate the men from the boys and the tiles from the other tiles. Yeah. I mean, this could be inaccurate. <laughs> and the water-bearing wanna... surfaces from the non-water-bearing surfaces. <laughs> the grout is the same sort of way. You go all the way down and then you go up, 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 and then all the way back and then you go up, 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 and then all the way back to the right. So two for one, baby. Two strips of bacon. I'm going to give you the opportunity to be a better version of yourself right now. And come up with one that isn't just a ripoff of shingling. Uh, like looking at a river from space. You know? <laughs> it looks like a snake. Whoa. Whoa. Damn. All right. Yeah, right? you got it. Coming in hot. It looks yeah. like a snake. You, it? you may not like the method, but it, it, it produced that. Oh my God. That was a crazy thing. You know, a serpentine draft, it's like looking at a river from space. No further questions, Your Honor. You Why would you need to be round. You pick first yeah. in the second round. Now, uh, Josh, with that in mind, what will the order of today's draft be? <sighs> okay. As the winner, I am going to take Victor's prerogative and I'm going to draft first. Take it. And then I'm going, I'm going counterclockwise on my screen. It's going to be me, David, Ian, Sean today. Sean, I apologize. Corner. Also, start calling me Sean today. That's a fun <laughs> Sean today. Sean, Sean today, Jordan. Yes. I like that Hot too. corner, as it were, baby. As it were, as it were. Uh, Josh, you have the first pick in the only slash greatest weaknesses, all fantasy, everything draft. And we're going to get to that pick right after this short break. 
This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Now it's allergy season. I'm not surprising anybody by saying that. And your boy gets hit extremely hard when it comes to the allergies. I get stuffy nose. Feels like I got two blocks of cheese hanging out under my eyes. And then if I try to blow my nose, it just feels like I backed it all up into my brain. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better, which is key. I try to like blow my nose before I go to bed at night and it just feels like I... I got a, like a bunch of five o'clock traffic sitting in my brain. There's, there's like no way out. And with Claritin D, it just helps everything. It helps grease the wheels, helps loosen everything up so I can get it out. I can sleep well. I don't have a raspy voice all the time. It's just a very beneficial thing, especially if you use your voice for anything like talking or eating, or if you want to use your head for thinking, anything like that. Claritin D has got you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies. It is time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. And we're back on all fantasy. Everything. Mm -hmm. Nice, right? That's yeah, a new that's, energy. I wasn't that's ready the voice that. I heard at the karaoke party Thursday night after the first show at High Plains. So, oh, yeah, by now we will have then. been at High Plains doing it the karaoke good then, party. and it was good now. That's fun. I can't believe David whipped out that Bonnie Raitt song again. Mm-hmm. I have one go-to, you know. Is it, is it um, something to talk about? Where, where yeah, we, yeah, where? yeah. Philly. That was the Philly night. Was that the Philly night? I just I ran into left. somebody who was at karaoke with us. Because I just played Philly the other night. Amazing show. And a few people who had hung out with us that night. And they're like, oh, yeah, I remember. And I'm like, I don't want you to 
<laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to reminisce on any I, of that. I, don't want, I, don't I would like to, to give you nothing this. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I think that you just take your picture and fucking keep it moving. All right. I do want to say I was there at the karaoke night, and for some reason, that's part of the evening I remember. And you were out there in a backpack, and you had that place going crazy. I remember people being excited, but I don't really remember. People were fucking loving it. You did a great job, and people were responding. Yeah, I when I go for it, I go for it. I just carry It's just not my bag. You know what yeah, I mean? I but, it. you know. Mm-hmm. I well, we're going to find out what Josh's bag is right now, because he has the first pick. Transitions, bro. Segways. Boom. Okay. I almost gave myself the second pick because there are so many strong greatest weaknesses, but I thought, you know, I'm going to show show strength and I'm going to call my shot. Pick number one in, in the spirit of this confidence, the uh, greatest weakness of all first round draft pick, hubris. And I'm going Odysseus's hubris. Oh my <laughs> God. Taking it all, all right. the way back. All right. Going back That's to Homer. Yeah. Original. You know they call it Homer? Because this is a home run pick. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing odd I see in this pick. Hubris is a for sure number one. I mean. (laughs) No, this is straight Iliad. (laughs) (laughs) That was my chance to prove my knowledge. I was going to say, Iliad, that I don't know exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, I've I've heard the Odyssey and everything, but like, what did... What is the story of Odysseus? Like, what actually? He flew too close happened? to the sun. That's Icarus. Oh, <laughs> the brother, where I don't know. Oh, the whole thing. Wait, you're taking this guy's whole journey? Well, his the hubris was his. That was the big thing, and Icarus too, though, right? Just being like, I'm better than like, God. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got this. It's like an overwhelming feeling of like, let me cook. <laughs> <It's Yeah. hubris. laughs> and it's, I like it as a weakness because it feels like strength until it's your downfall. And that's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. I imagine it's what people who, who are undone by cocaine feel like, where you're just <laughs> like, I'm the greatest that ever did it. And then like one day you're like, uh oh. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah. And that's what hubris <laughs> is just naturally, right? You're like, I'm going to get back to my wife. I know there's a hundred guys trying to marry her and she's fake weaving day in and day out. But fuck Poseidon. I'm going to get back. I'm going to yeah. see my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> hubris. I think hubris. a lot of divorced guys go through their own odyssey like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure do. Yeah, it ends with a yeah. leather couch. And they'll be yeah, like, just yeah, yeah. leaving drunk calls like, I need you back. That's another Greek... <laughs> In Greek joke. Fuck Rick and his eye patch. I'm getting back to my wife. <laughs> I don't care that they have custody. <laughs> Rick could throw a better fastball than you can with one eye. So I'm staying with you. Wasn't there just recently, uh, as of we're recording this, it will have been a little bit longer ago, as this doesn't come out to the middle of October, but uh, which is today. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yeah, read from there the headline. Somebody got mad about like a translation of the Odyssey. Like recently, there was some oh, like I didn't see that they were mad about like a woke translation of the Odyssey, but it was basically <laughs> just because a woman did it. Very silly. Yeah, was the translation woke or what? Translating no. is just trans. Like, it's just trans. They didn't like that the lading was trans at all. They were Not mad about all. that. That's That's... <laughs> they wanted cislation. They wanted manslation. Manslating. <laughs> manslation. Don't you manslate that to me. Dude, you you just birthed a billion dollar industry for the worst shitheads in the I world. Yeah. Let me man, let me go ahead and manslate that for you. Oh my god. I just, oh 
I have six million TikTok followers. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. God, it's got to be out there already. There have to be manslation. Dude, I did a manslation of Sappho's poetry. <laughs> They're all straight now. <laughs> I can't wait yeah, for the bro. manslation of Golden Girls. <laughs> Is, yeah. The reboot? It's gonna yeah. be good. Golden the Boys? The Expendables? Bronze Dudes. <laughs> yeah. Is it? How did mansplaining become the thing when manslation was right there? <laughs> I don't know. Lost in Manslation Lost. is my favorite <laughs> movie. <laughs> Where at the end, Bill Murray whispers to Scarlett Johansson. He's just like, hey, um, so here's how you're, you've been packing your bags wrong, and I'm going to teach you how to pack more efficiently. Put the bowls on the top of the dishwasher and not the bottom. <laughs> I knew a guy who was a bench coach for the Detroit Tigers, so he was on the road like all the time. So he told me this is actually how you're supposed to. Uh, hubris is an excellent first pick. And, I mean, Thank Odysseus you. is hubris. I mean, goddamn. David Borey, time for your first pick. I'm taking a man. I think we can all say we viewed as a titan of both sport and business, really in mm. culture in general, a man who we saw no flaws until this one thing started to dog him via the internet. I'm taking Michael Jordan and ill-fitting jeans. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. It was ah! the it was the first, it was the first thing I ever saw him do bad. Yeah. yeah. Pulled him down so many notches where you're like, this guy. It was like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? This is my king. He has a company that makes them and sells them to other people, too. So it's not even just him. He's making it available. Because there were bad... We we came of age, I think, in a bad jeans era. And yeah, it's a bad jeans... Come on, carpenters? What are we doing? Bad. But Michael Jordan's bad jeans were like somehow they exist out of space and time where they're yeah. bad for every era of history. There were, there were <laughs> jeans that were never going to be good. And he wears them so proudly... And it was just like the first time you ever saw this fucking guy miss where you were yep. like, wait, there's there might be a dweeb under there or yeah, something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> so much of fashion, it seems like, is confidence and being good looking already. Right. Those are like yep. kind of and he has both things. of those. And he's yes. a gorgeous man. And he's maybe the most confident human being, at least in the 90s, like on the planet and probably yeah. still. And even with those powers combined, we were all like. Nah, no, 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 no way. Six rings, and he's we still could not accept <laughs> the denim on his butt. You know what I mean? Eight yeah. rings if you count those gigantic pipes he was wearing around his legs. An <laughs> <laughs> iron will, and we still could not see past the giant hips that the silhouette of those jeans created. It's so big. It's it, it's nuts. It it's nuts where you're like, how were you so cool for so long? You see these jeans, right? Because he also, he had that hoop earring that's like not empirically cool or uncool, but you're like, it's cool when he does it. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then yeah. You, see, you see the jeans and you're like, people at Woodstock 99 wouldn't have worn this. <laughs> yeah. And now the earring seems fucked up now too a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because of the jeans. Because yeah. of the jeans. It's got the jeans stink on it. <laughs> does he think he can do for style what he did for basketball? Do you, does he think like, but he I'll get did these jeans for a while. Too. That's the thing. He was incredibly dressed. It, yes, he was. Crazy jeans era. In those suits, <laughs> like he looked great. And he is an icon of sneakers. He's the icon of sneakers. Yeah. 
So it's like there are clothes that he has worn and made cool through his Michael Jordan-ness. Yeah. Just much like Odyssey. I mean, Odysseus, hubris. Yeah. We, get back hubris. To hubris. Kind of, we did yeah. kind of pick the same one. Yeah. <laughs> Denim hubris. Denim hubris. Denim hubris. <laughs> you should write a book about Michael Jordan called Denim hubris. <laughs> Start an Instagram be- handle. The unauthorized biography of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's Denim jeans. Hubris. <laughs> Denim Hubris is like a Cameron album from, 19, yeah, from like 1999. <laughs> I wear the pig jeans. I'm dreaming big dreams. Like Michael Jordan. <laughs> and then some words he made up. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Cam. He was in Colorado the other day. Uh, oh, that's cool. I'm wearing denim, then I spend them in the dungeon like denim, denim, denim. <laughs> denim. You're like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good rap. He does, denim, he does denim, like denim, with denim. words what Michael Jordan couldn't do with jeans. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Drinking sake on a Suzuki, we in Osaka Bay. Oh my oh. God. Yeah, that's cool. No, I mean, he counted I mean, the counting money good. freestyle. Listen, we could talk about Cameron all day. Anyway. I'm talking about Michael Jordan and he's <laughs> big ass, stupid homeless person jeans. He even like he, would he, tuck, was, he had the nerve to tuck shirts into yeah. these jeans <laughs> with the belt. He wanted us like, to see the whole thing. Wearing Patrick Ewing's jeans. belt, too. Those things were big, dude. Like a long extra be- I don't know, man. He was like the male Avril Lavigne. <laughs> yeah. Because he made things so complicated. (laughs) (laughs) With his poor, poor fashion decision. Oh, my God. And it really was the first ever time. Like, it was like, you don't see a lot of people fall off in that way. No. He was the best dressed, coolest guy. Everything else is so on point. took him out. And he stuck with him. He took him out. He stuck with him. He heard back. Oh, yeah, he doubled down. <laughs> Not to bring it up again, but we've seen Shane Torres do this with jeans. <laughs> Wait, what did Shane do with jeans? When we were all in Portland. <laughs> he wore he short these, bread denim. He, cut, he had these He had these big, we've talked, we told this to him to his face several times. He had the, what are you doing? You holding up? Like as big as the hole. Rockefeller? Was. What are you holding up? No, like as big as the hole was. I'm like, Oh, oh so he wore the- these jeans. <laughs> That were just like covered in holes. And then down at the bottom, we lived in Oregon. Yeah. So it rained all the time. And so they were like, they had too long. So they'd always fallen under his oh. shoes. So they had these like tendrils of like stringy denim that hung that out the back. That 90s fray. That yeah. 90s fray. Yeah. And we just kept telling them, we're like, you have to, you have to get some new jeans. You have Michael, to, please, you have to. And he just, the fact that we were telling him that made him double down even harder. Mm-hmm. Shane Torres, Michael Jordan, same dude. Well, when I, I moved here. Somebody came up. I didn't think anything was awry. And somebody came up to me at an open mic. And they were like, why do you wear such big jeans? And I was like, oh. I I was like, I thought they were just. I bet that shit hurts so bad. I thought I looked amazing. It was 2009 from South Dakota to here. And I was like, what do you mean big? These are are Lee pipes. (laughs) I'm a skater boy. I'm also like Avril Lavigne. What do you mean? 38 Levi's silver tabs? People aren't wearing silver tabs out here. (laughs) Oregon's different like that. (laughs) Michael Jordan's denim label should just be called someone else's jeans. (laughs) Because that's what it looks like he's wearing. To sell jeans, you can buy the nerve, the He's nerve a, of this man—a six foot six man wearing boyfriend jeans. Like who, who are those for? Come on, the um, uh, an amazing this pick. Is LeBron 
LeBron would never be caught wearing jeans like this. Are you kidding no. me? And no. that's why he's not the GOAT. Mm-hmm. That's why Michael <laughs> Jordan's the GOAT. The fact that he wore these jeans. Um, time for my first pick. And I am going to take Ariana Grande and weird looking dudes. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Almost exclusively. I, I can only think It of- makes me like her better. Mac yeah, Miller, yeah, Davidson. Who else? Who else am I? Who else you am guys. Pete Davidson. And then the new dude, SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob. I'm Kenny? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Broadway. <laughs> that was. Oh, you guys almost just fucked my shit up. Tom Yo, Kenny. I was going to punch a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but Tom incredible. Kenny did have to put a statement out with his wife saying, We're very happily married. It's not this SpongeBob. It's the one who's playing. He played SpongeBob on Broadway. Yeah. And now they're in this wicked movie together. But SpongeBob had a wife and like a newborn kid. Yeah. (laughs) And he left his, he left his, and they were like hanging out, the three of them. Or no, the four of them, because it was Ariana Grande's husband. Yeah. It was like a real uh, estate agent or something. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, God. This is the guy? Whoa. That is the guy. David and I just, (laughs) we just did the same (laughs) Google search, I think. What? He's a weird looking at Dalton. Dalton was Ariana Grande's husband. Dalton Gomez. She he was the one Dalton Trumbo. Dalton he just like Trumbo. is he dancer shredded though or something? He was spending like, too much time in the bathtub. <laughs> Dalton is kind of the only normal looking dude. And yeah. she married him and then she immediately went back to weird looking dudes. Her biggest weakness is weird looking dudes. She can't stay away from him. Cause SpongeBob is. Dang, Weird that, looking. Man, Let me that, take the uh, wind guard off the microphone. SpongeBob is weird looking, dude. <laughs> you did get you. If she dated actual SpongeBob, people would be less surprised. It would be less weird looking. It would be less shocking. And I don't think SpongeBob is married, so it would be more morally sound. He's single. Yeah, yeah. he's still yeah. playing in the field. Yeah, he's out there seeing what's available. On you know, he, a pineapple is like a kind of an, a totem of like swingers. They people use that as like an icon of like we're open That's for business. Right. And SpongeBob lives in a pineapple under the sea. He's getting he's all sorts of freaky stuffs happening there. Oh, where do on. swingers bring these pineapples? Do they put them on their front porch? Do you bring it to the bar? Do you just roll into the a bar? A real with the pineapple? pineapple, like a big real pineapple. I don't think you need like a physical. Like I don't think you present it like a you like a survivor. Oh god, <laughs> you just need so some pineapple like, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pineapple, pineapple, pineapple medallion shirt. or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think medallions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I have any kind of medallion on, assume I'm ready to have sex with anyone. <laughs> you fuck with your chain on. I like. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. medallion. Sorry if it hit you in the chin, girl. That's just what my medallion does when that's I smell. <laughs> I like. I like that you have a chain on, and it in your chain sex fantasy, you're still having missionary. <laughs> I'm real mean. Well, we don't know how long the chain is. That's the whole good time point. I'm like, no, we don't need to do anything. This is rad. This is great. We don't need to do anything else. I'm just so happy to be here with you. The very basic swinger. Yeah. Oh, no, it's cool. You sure he's cool with this? I'm more of an intimacy swinger. Uh, Ariana Grande and her biggest weakness. Weird looking dudes. Sean Jordan. Time for your first pick. And your second pick, for God's sake. It's a, it's a, it's like a river from space. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going the fictional route. Uh, I'm going to go with a flawless, flawless alien. My man, Predator. He can handle anything in the whole world except for mud on your skin. Yeah. That's the one thing. The one thing he can't do 
is see-through mud for some reason. Is that how skin. your boy, my boy, uh, David's boy, and Josh's boy, Danny Glover, beats him too in the second one? The second one, they let him they let him go. So there's like hella oh, predators. yeah. And he's on the ship. He ends up on the ship and they just... I forget exactly what he does, but he I think he might kill one of them somehow. But yeah, then they all appear and they're just like, get off the ship. We're, we're leaving. Uh, but yeah, that first Predator, it's so wild because you're watching the movie. It's one of the movies where you're like, there's absolutely nothing. There's nothing they're going to be able to do. And then Arnold just puts mud on himself and then starts to beat him. And it's insane. It's the only weakness. And then he starts tricking him. He got in his kitchen. Then he gets the log thing to hit him. But yeah. It's amazing that that he hadn't been defeated by a pig just by accident. Yeah. Already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think he would have run into like other muddy creatures on his yeah. like interplanetary there hunting was so journey. much mud. Yeah. <laughs> what about prey? I, I get they get muddy in prey. Yeah, because she's in like a bog or something, right? Uh-huh. In the yeah, new they one? definitely allude to it. They want you to know, like, listen, all predators from way back. Uh yeah, man. That was the first thing to pop in my head. So mud on your body when you're predator. The second one is uh, shave and a haircut for Roger Rabbit. Oh, oh that's a fun one. Oh, yeah. So good. It's yeah. like it's such a such a fun such a fun little bit of writing where he's just in the wall. You're like nothing. All right, he's hidden, and then just shaving a haircut. And he just is ready to explode. Shit's mm-hmm. just wild to me. How frustrating it would be if you're like, bro, we're hidden. We're good. Don't jump out there and finish the song. It's the one weakness, man. Yeah, and he's like, hold it. I love that though because you know what? As a comedian. It's a commitment to the bit that I really respect. Yeah. yeah. He can't not do the bit. <laughs> that's what made him one of the greats. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, hard yeah. to pass up. He has it's to go hard there. to pass up a bit. That's what, if I ever get to do, um, if I ever get to do WTF and Mark Marin asks who my guys are, it'll be like Carlin, Pryor, Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, I saw Rabbit once at the uh, comedy store. Yeah, yeah, we were in the store, right? 1991, oh, crazy, I was man. whacked out on cocaine. Was, I was there with Kennison. <laughs> Kennison, Kennison couldn't follow him, man. The shit Rabbit was doing. I was out there, man. He was doing props, but in a way that was respectful to the ancient yeah. practice of clowning. <laughs> Yeah, Roger Rabbit started at Lecoq. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> it's so hard to pass up a bit. Every time someone asks me what time it is, I always say 10 to in the hopes that they'll say 10 to what? And I say 10 to your own damn business. It's hard to pass up a bit. What's the, what's the hit rate on that? Low. But when it hits, and it only hits for me, by the way. Because <laughs> everyone oh, yeah. else is like, for real though, what time is it? And I'm like, not even for a second. Can you chuckle at it? Sean, you can know? I ask you something? Nine inches. Do you want to ask me two things? Yeah. (laughs) That's another one. Oh, you set me up. Yeah. That's it. That's how how ingrained it is. Every single time. It's like a fast twitch muscle. You're like a a quarterback making three reads. Anytime anyone asks you, can I ask you a question? Nine inches. I think if if a police officer walked up to your window, like, uh, can I ask you a question? Nine inches. No, I haven't been drinking. Like... What I'm, are you doing I'm in my bedroom the, window? I have not been drinking. I'm off the Red Bull. <laughs> I'm off the yeah. Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the Bull, yeah. baby. It's all horns now. It's all horns. <laughs> A deep, thick, syrupy Jägermeister. But yes, no Red Bull. You won't find any Red Bull on the breathalyzer officer. Ooh, that thick <laughs> I can get my big like old dick out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was swerving. It's because this big old dick keeps getting in the way of the steering wheel. <laughs> 
It's just that's leathering up. Like I thought it was flying a plane for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Uh, it's time for my second pick. Shaving a haircut is fantastic. So good. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to go a little more esoteric, and maybe this one's more of a personal choice thing for me. I'm taking tuna salad, and tuna salad's only weakness? Celery. Get it out of there! <laughs> Man, it's I'm perfect. with you. I'm with you on that. Otherwise, I don't, I don't like it in there either. perfect. I'm eating tuna. I'm having a great time. Maybe there's some pickle in there. Oh, did they have a little deli mustard in this, too, in addition to the mayonnaise? What a delight. And then my teeth crunch into something, and I'm greeted by the generally unpleasant flavor of celery. I hate it. So it's the flavor. It's not the crunch. No, the I like crunch. crunch. I'll take crunch. I like right. a pickle crunch. But the flavor of celery in a tuna salad, I'm not happy. I'm not having a good time. I would have rather had a chicken salad, provided it didn't have fucking celery in it either. See, now, I wouldn't really know because I don't, I don't fuck with these vegetable things, but celery has a taste right it's got like a big taste it's got a big taste yeah it's got a flavor to it yeah only time i mess with it is when that taste is wasted by blue cheese and ranch i mean there's no and buffalo sauce you never ate it like ants on a log when you were a kid oh yeah with the peanut butter Mm -hmm. i don't like raisins raisins. oh that's right that's too close to fruit (laughs) (laughs) i like fruit raisin is too close to a vegetable it's like they took fruit and wrecked it and made it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they vegetified it. A raisin is a sweeter grape. It has nothing to do with vegetables. It's just not. It's not. If it's not juicy, vegetables pop a little bit, or fruits pop a little bit. Vegetables are disgusting. We, where are you on tomatoes? <laughs> Come on, you, you you know where he's at. On yeah, bottom of, bottom of the toilet. Come on, man. Where's he at? You mean toilet plants? Where am I at on the toilet? Where's he at on vegetifying the youth in general? <laughs> All these shit seeds in the toilet plant. No, thanks. There's no vegetables that are similar to raisins. Well, that's why they're their own gross vegetable, bud. Listen, man. I don't need to justify it to you. Sean, I was I was <laughs> with you. I understood. This one I am a little mystified by. <laughs> I just don't like raisins for whatever reason. Okay, I don't that's think fine. it's a vegetable thing. I just and I like, like celery, but I don't like it in a salad. I don't want it. I kind of only want celery... On its own, or dipped into blue cheese, or mm. in an ants on the log situation. If mm. it, I hate it when it's in like a soup. I don't like it. Oh, when it's, celery and soup is bad. It's yeah, bad. It's just gross. like an unwelcome flavor, and I understand it's like part of like it's in stock. Like if you use it to make a stock, I think that's fine because I guess that flavor is additive or whatever. But I just don't want it hanging out in any of my in my foods. And if I go to a place and get a tuna salad sandwich, and they got a, it just ruins it. So I find yeah. that to be tuna salad's only weakness. And I vote. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. No one's asking for who, so I wouldn't worry about that. He's a single issue voter, that. and it's no a single issue. No celery and tuna salad. One issue voter. I two issue voter. The other one. The other one. If I can get back up on my fucking no, you know what? I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. Okay. Sean and uh, David. David. Time for your second pick. Ah, uh, my second pick. Uh, another guy, this is another guy, man, who really had it. He could do it all. Uh, we loved him, critically acclaimed, but there was one, one little piece of the puzzle missing. I'm taking Nas and Beats. Oh my <laughs> God, dude, yes! <laughs> yep. Uh, there was one huge piece of the puzzle missing. <laughs> I mean, but he was good enough that you didn't get mad, you don't get that mad at it, but yeah, a lot yeah. of Mediocre to poor beat selection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is an I incredible almost, choice. 
I almost don't <laughs> want to say I almost don't want to say this yet, but you're pitching a perfect game so far. Hey, come on. Don't don't why get in my head. You, why did you? Yeah, now just, <laughs> I didn't even think about this. I didn't even think about this, but this is he's like the one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Mm-hmm. And when he gets on a good beat, it is a classic song that like doesn't get old. Exactly. New York State of Mind, you'll still listen to it right now. Like if I even if like if I ruled the world, not a great beat, but I'll great still want to listen to it. Good great enough. song. Amazing Lauren, song. Lauren Hill helps tremendously on that song. But yeah, yep. I still yep. shout out to Kareem Campbell and Trilogy. That's his song he skates to. Anyway, for all the skateboarders out there. But yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. He even like later on, like his his like kind of later albums. He start. I feel like he starts to. The newer get, ones are much better. Like I think the, so too. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Like, I get the feeling from him for a while. He was, he seemed sort of bored with rap, and I think maybe that led into it, where he was just not that excited about it in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that there was like a mid. There was a while for that, but I don't. I don't really know. Like he was just trying to play on hard. Yeah, or I think he was just like, yeah, you know, I can rap underwater. It's like doing bad rooms where you're like, yeah, man, I'll fucking perform at the fucking tractor supply store opening because I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's so. like, but you know, you should be doing theaters <laughs> when you're when you're Nas. You it's like somebody just hits him with beats, right? And then he ultimately chooses, or is it like a production thing? Is there a team being like, this would sound good with this song, or like that this goes with the vibe of those lyrics? I have to imagine like the best producers are bringing him beats and playing them for him. And then he's like figuring out what he responds to. Right. Right. Or people that are sending like him beats. Goes, from my limited knowledge. Yeah. That's how I assume it goes. Yeah. I imagine there's sometimes where people like kind of push beats or, or like you, someone gets pushed on you. But I bet yeah. when you're at that level, you get to kind of be like, no, I'm not going to work with this guy. Some he's sort of like, industry darling beat that they're just pushing on Nas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, how is this beat getting booked on every album? It's <laughs> <laughs> got a Netflix special. That would be an interesting. That'd be an interesting thing. Give a bunch of famous rappers one the same beat and just see see what song shakes out to be the best. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, how is that? I mean, I like think that's what the music industry is. Yeah. Well, but like, have them all release their song. Like, oh. have, like everybody gets the big pimp and beat, and just see. Well, because you hear stories about somebody has a beat and they send it to somebody and they get on it and then yeah, they want right. it to air. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. The big pimp and beat is almost is kind of a perfect example of that to begin with. There's this great interview with Bun B in The Believer where he was just like, I listened to the other verses and I wanted to be better than them. Like I wanted to be better right. than Jay-Z. And so I just wrote like twice as hard and every rhyme he rhymed, I rhymed two rhymes. And it's just like, it's so, it gets me so hyped reading that interview, which is like deeply embarrassing and illustrative of my character. But <laughs> no, hey, no, it's don't one of the be great mad. Verses. Oops, you're so bad. Good. That's your scenario. Uh, yeah. Pimp C didn't even want to do that song. I didn't Why? know that. I know. I guess he wasn't into That's it. That's a wild. He's a pretty particular guy, Pimp C. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed. <laughs> he also has such an amazing verse in that song, though. The song is great, but it does sound, if you just heard the beat, it does sound like the circus is in town. You know what I mean? It's a very yes. silly. I think it that's sounds a, crazy. I think that's the beauty of Timbaland, though. A yeah, lot of I think beats, so, too. When you take everything away, you're like, this is, he's doing a lot. There's a video of Jay-Z with Timberland, and it's like, is it the dirt off your shoulders beat? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Timberland's yeah. drinking that jug of, like, pink or whatever, and, and he's just going, like, 
chug of pink? The jug. It's what like pink saying? juice, isn't it? Isn't it like it's like a jug of pink <laughs> you juice? You said or it something? like that was a term that we would be familiar with. Sip you know, on I'm a jug, jug of pink. pink. I'm trying to start terms out here. It just means he was drinking a certain kind of coffee. Sipping on a jug of that pink. <laughs> <laughs> he was sipping a jug of pink. Y'all, That's what I'm gonna do? Let me get a jug of pink and just see what. <laughs> I bring you a strawberry milkshake. <laughs> I did. I did say it. I said I get, it with a little too I, much. I'll gusto. tell you what. Straight amoxicillin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a real game. It's a real yeah. toss of the dice. Whatever's yeah, coming out of that kitchen. <laughs> Jug of bacon's like no Pepto. That's Pepto Bismol and cough syrup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's Pepto Bismol and Jaeger, which is what Sean has sort of switched to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't. One hand do the washes the other anymore. when you're doing that. <laughs> they both render each other useless. <laughs> I'm taking care of my night and my morning. <laughs> just a that jug, just a jug of that pank for me. I've got my daughter in the morning. <laughs> a whole jug will do me just fine. I'll be, I'll be flying high by the night. Three set. X's on the front. Yeah. <laughs> that would be How do they do that? After I drink better. it all, I play Big Pimpin' on it. So yeah. <laughs> 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 that's the Timbaland beats are there's like always something rattling around in the background you're like stop spray painting we're trying yeah. to record yeah, yeah there's like something that sounds like a fly buzzing yeah there's a, there's a baby awesome. cooing yeah, yeah the, <laughs> that baby cooing that was oh. a big oh. swing oh. yeah oh man oh. Timbaland beats sometimes are stressful like I was listening to that is that your chick song the other oh, day yeah and mm. I was like this beat is really good but it stresses me out Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. For a second, sonically, and maybe I'm getting over my skis here, but if second sonically, it takes you into like like a beautiful like where you're like you understand how like Asperger's math geniuses' brains must feel. You know what I mean? <laughs> when it clicks in, you're like, so many things are happening at once, and somehow it all makes sense. Like right, it's, it's like, like a like, beautiful oh mind, like yeah. uh, math equations, but with like music. With music, yeah. Like I feel like that's how his bra- his brain must work with music. It's so insane the way that all fits together. Like if you take that baby cooing out of there, he's like, no, it sounds like poop in my ears. It doesn't work. Baby yeah, cooing this in there. Work. <laughs> Timberland, did you record this beat at an open air market in Turkey? And he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did. Cappadocia, <laughs> Cappadonna. Josh, time for your second and third picks. <sighs> okay, these there's some. I've got a few, but they feel kindred to some that have already come up so I don't want to be duplicative so I'm going to go with I can't believe this is still on the board this is the the ultimate weakness this is the weakness that's a metaphor for every other weakness I have to at the beginning of round three right or no the end of round two I've got to go Superman and Kryptonite yeah that's great yeah yeah it's a value pick best you know positionless talent on the board yeah you have to draft only thing so wild really wild it also begs the question, if I go crazy, <laughs> will you still call me Superman? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing about Superman that says he has to be uh, neurotypical. Not at all. Man, Not at all. Even even you alluding to a Three Doors Down song, I want to, can I join the army like right now? <laughs> do I need to? That's I, the band that makes you want to join the army. Dude, they're in all the army commercials. They're in all the army commercials. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, I guess I haven't been watching commercials. Go to army.com and use offer code ALLFANTASY at checkout. (laughs) (laughs) Three years off your first enlistment. You get a discount on joining the army. (laughs) It's actually a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Uh, Josh, you know. (laughs) Sorry, I I shouldn't shit on the sponsors. Tori, 
we had a house and it was on on what I was gonna say. We had a house and it was on the street, but my buddy lived three houses down, and so we kept calling. Even though we moved out long before he ever even lived there, or vice versa, we always called his house three doors down. And to this day, it's still we still call that house three doors down, and he still doesn't like it. <laughs> it's still dank. Well, I'm like, yeah, I remember three doors down. He's like, it wasn't. I lived there before you. I'm like, yeah, it was three doors down. You yeah, lived three he doors like down. Owes from us. the bank two hundred grand on a thing you guys call three doors <laughs> down. down. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, this is my life's work. He's yeah. two hundred grand down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I was three doors down. Doors like two hundred bucks. Doors are expensive. <laughs> they're more expensive than you think they're going to be. We bought a door. I, I was thinking it's fifty bucks. You know what song by Three Doors Down kind of rips, actually? That, I'm here without you, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're still on my trouble. I can't think mind. of the Army song. There's like, a, there's like an aggressive I know, Army enlistment song. It's the other song. one. It's like the third one. The third door down. Yeah. The third door. Which door are you going to open? Behind door number the third. The third door down is, is civil service. <laughs> Yeah, that's the army recruiting office. <laughs> I googled them. I still don't know what song it is. It could be "When I'm Gone." It could be "It's Not My Time." It could be "Be Like That." It could be "Let Me Go." All those songs sound the same in my head. Yeah, they it's like in a, in a movie where there's a band. You're like, we need like fake songs for the yeah. CD that we show in one scene. Exactly. <laughs> Do they have a song called "Fighting a Gigantic Lava Man with a Sword"? They did it. They made it. They're extremely successful. I think I froze for a second, and I want to apologize. My internet. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. What? What? <laughs> I'm back. You're good. Yeah. What'd Did you say? What was What was the remark that confused everybody? Did you hear me say "giant lava man with a sword" or no? Yes. Or no? Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Now yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I heard with a sword. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember giant Marines, lava man bro. with a sword. Remember that army commercial where he was like yeah. fighting a giant? Yeah. Oh, that was, I thought that was the Marines. That was right? the Marines. Oh, okay. The few, the, the yeah. proud, the Marines. They still give them that. They don't still give them that little sword, do they? If you join the Marines, you fucking yeah. better. Honor, honorable mention for this podcast: Giant Lava Man's greatest weakness: sword. Sword, sword, <laughs> yeah. one sword. <laughs> Swords. Oh, yeah. I'll go. I'll go kill the whole village. It's not a sword, there, is there? <laughs> I just. That doesn't matter. I'm still going to do it, but like, does anybody have a sword? I just like to have the most information before I go into a situation. Sword. It's can. not a sword allergy, but I do have a sword intolerance. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a sword around, I'll break out in little fire hives. So I just, I need to know if there's a sword. I just want to, I'll take a Benadryl before and I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. But I, just do I know need this to know. says sword free, but is it, is it smelted on the same forge as swords? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, deep baby. Uh, kryptonite. I mean, I yeah, remember kryptonite. the. I remember the first comic book. Uh, I remember when like Superman got killed. Who was it by yeah. Chaos or what was the guy's name or something? It was Doomsday. like it was by Our Lady Peace. Doomsday. Doomsday. Because he was yeah. like made out of kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, David, for being the only one to acknowledge my other stupid nineties rock. Wait, joke. What? I didn't hear it. What was it? Oh, I said he was killed by Our Lady Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I think live killed him. That's Godsmack, dude. Hey, they're doing the best they ever did. They're doing the best they can. <laughs> Are Godsmack still out here? Oh, their original the name was going to be She Slap. So they changed it. <laughs> Wait, to really? Godsmack. Are you so? No. I don't know if you're joking. Uh, no, or I'm not. just doing Gods and Woman stuff. Oh, uh, well, that's a much different connotation than that band of all dudes. Yeah, it no, would be, Godsmack's not all dudes. would be an insane name. <laughs> 
God, God, it would be so funny if the guys from Godsmack were hardcore female pronoun for God guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Yeah. It was Dishwaller, right? The planted the seed. Oh yeah, because I really like to meet like her. To meet her. Wait, that's not I was in sixth grade. That's Dishwaller. No, Dishwaller right? with Yeah. Tell me all your thoughts on God. I think I remember the Godsmack lead singer's first name, and I haven't thought about. This I know since it for sure. So if can you I, say it, I can tell if you're right. Is it? Is it Sully Erna? It is Sully Erna. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. We're out here. Yeah. They're from Boston, right? They're from, yeah, from like Lawrence, Mass, like Merrimack Valley up in New Hampshire. Are they yeah. the, I'm not the one who's yep. so oh, that's far God's away. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. I was big in the Godsmack. Me and my, my older brother would like fucking blast the smack, dude. My friend, I, I guess get a bunch of blow before you listen to Godsmack. <laughs> Yakking and smacking, <laughs> yakking and smacking, dude. Yakking um, and smacking, kid. The my friend Joe knocked Sully Erna out of a poker tournament at Foxwoods Resort Casino one time and had to like physically restrain himself from being like, "No, go away." <laughs> <laughs> Fully not my story, but he doesn't do podcasts, so I tell it all the time. <laughs> I don't think Sully would have taken that too well. I don't think so. <laughs> You would have gotten a god smack to the face. <laughs> <laughs> and <sighs> she is very strong, so it would have hurt. <laughs> god dis smack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every now and then I steal Sean's bit. Josh, your third pick. <laughs> okay. We're going to stick with uh, kind of not fondly remembered 90s early aughts alt rock. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with mm -hmm. Lit. Their worst enemy, the band Lit, <laughs> self-sabotage. Whoa! Yep. This pick should not have come as a surprise to me, and yet it did. <laughs> <laughs> Lit was the... How, uh, din, 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 how, what was their song? What was the big... It's no, no surprise, surprise to me. To me. Yeah, yeah. I am my own worst... Yeah. Oh, self-sabotage, baby. That's a big... That's a big weakness. Because <laughs> every now and then it the living shit out of me. Yep. <laughs> Smoke alarm is going off and there's a cigarette still burning. Yeah. It's the one Please thing you lose tell me why. with Zoom podcasts. Is, Being is able singing. to sing in synchronicity. Well, spe yeah. Specifically songs by Lit. <laughs> <laughs> I would. And I say songs plural because we do know and celebrate dozens of Lit songs. This this song is true, though. I mean, especially in those years, the stuff they're describing, yeah. you are your own worst enemy. You're drinking. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you're leaving a cigarette burning while you're passed out. Sleeping oh, yeah. with your clothes on. Mm -mm. I've been there, sleeping with my clothes on. Staring through the window last night. Was he staring at something, like, in the window? Like, into someone? Oh. Or was he, like, I came in through the window I last came in through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh, okay, okay, okay. he's I'm drunk and through. didn't want it, yeah. I'm coming through a window. I, I understand. Yeah. I have done that. Yeah. <laughs> We're sleeping in my clothes. I hate when I do that to me. Oh, it's the worst. I'm like, fuck, fuck whoever kept my clothes on when I went to bed. I remember one time specifically, we all went to Korean barbecue and we came back. We had plans. We had aspirations of going out. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was it was at the Fortress. David, I'm sure you were there. Nampe was there. And we all went back to the house and I was like, God, I hope we don't do anything. And <laughs> it seemed like everybody was ready to go to sleep. So I just went in my room and with my clothes on and covered up, like almost put the blankets over my head. Like, now oh, they won't see me if the blankets are over my head. 
And yeah, I slept in my clothes till the next morning. And I was like, hell yes. You did like the reverse of putting a pillow there and then sneaking out the window. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) You put your body there and then hit it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I I remember it so well where I was like, oh man, we're talking about doing all this stuff tonight. It was probably nine o'clock. We were packed to the gills with Korean barbecue. Still pretty tore up too, but it's like. Bulgogi up to here. No room for anything else. <laughs> and nobody wanted nobody wanted to look around and be like, why don't we just stay in? We're all like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Let's do more. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll go out. We'd also drank at Korean barbecue. So it's not like we didn't have an entire yeah. evening. And before. I mean, yep. <laughs> it was back when I wasn't ready to let the night go at nine o'clock when I thought. It's like that can't happen. It's, right. be two. it's like you're leaving you're leaving money on the table if you go to yeah. s- stay in at nine. Now I, I mostly feeling- go to bed at nine. Ooh, yeah, that's dude. nice. It's Ooh, amazing. It. Ooh. Getting back into stand-up has put a damper on that, but for a while I had a good streak going. I know. Isn't it funny when you're out doing it like three, four times a week again? You're like, well, now now it's more so the nights that you're not doing it, you're still up. Like, yeah, you're like, it's I hard to go to, to bed. Again? At- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah, I feel you. It's been it's been happening. Like we don't go to bed at the same time anymore. And we were for two solid years we were. Anyway, nobody we have the two. No, we have the two at home. Yeah. Yeah. The different bedtime. That's why we've we've gotten to it here too. It's not bad. It's no, not it bad. isn't. I just I, you gotta get those you gotta, morning cuddles in. You figure yeah. out like how to get in without waking the person up. That's the hard part. Like normally, I go in, I play the trumpet pretty loud until I'm. You wear in that. Bed. You wear the Dick Van Dyke one man band outfit when <laughs> yeah. you're at home, right? That's like your comfy. Because you're recording yeah, a bunch I'm of beats like, to pitch to Timbaland. You get on the Fourth of July, I just throw them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like at- to light my way with one of those. Like, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was in Detroit. You just reminded me. I was in Detroit this weekend and there were the Tigers lost on Friday night. And I was like eating dinner after the show out like two blocks from the stadium. And they do Friday night fireworks, win or lose. And the fireworks (laughs) went on for so long. It felt sarcastic. Like, Ah! oh, good job. You sons of guns. Like real nice try. Cecil Field is not coming back, is it? (laughs) (laughs) It truly was like a 15 to 20 minute fireworks display oh, on just a Friday a night. Like the lot. players are driving home already and the fireworks <laughs> are still going off. Looking up, like we did not win. We did uh, not win. It was like the fireworks guy lit them all and then was like I get a thing later. My friend's having a party across town. <laughs> I'm gonna scoot. I'll clean up in the lit. morning. Uh, lit. Excellent. You lit those fireworks. David, time for your third pick. Uh, my third pick I did want to take one from the world of superheroes just cause like of course, that's going to come up. And I think this one is like a great, it's like a great metaphor. I'm taking uh, Wonder Woman and her own lasso of truth. Tough, right? Oh, it's a tough yeah. one. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, oh man, ultimately it was you who was your own undoing. Like Lit? You know, that's what Lit's talking about. Yeah. She is her own worst enemy. She Every gets, now and then, I last to the living shit. We're really mirror pics of each other, I think. David, I feel like we're on such a good wavelength. This yeah, podcast. this is good. This feels healthy. Twin flames. <laughs> Twin flames. Does she accidentally, I'm not super familiar with Wonder Woman. Does she get like wrapped up in her own rope? And then she gets to- caught up because it's like, she gets caught up in it sometimes. Oh, no. Yeah, then tells on herself, which is, you know, damn. Who, has, own petard. who hasn't been there? That's yeah. her weapon, but she's also like just as powerful as like Superman. Like they they have the same powers, you know. So it's wild that she well, it the was lasso like, of truth. It was like her. given to her by a goddess, right, or something. It's like yeah. from Aphrodite or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. She doesn't quite have the same powers as Superman. 
She it's doesn't have doing, that. Though. I mean, pretty much, right? Or she can't fly. Wonder Woman can't fly. She has a jet, right? An invisible yeah, she has jet. an invisible jet. Plane. Which is just as good, I feel like. She's Am- really cool. She's like an Amazon. I mean, she's got more she... energy when she lands, is all that means. It's, true. it's, it's bad right, for yeah. the environment, though. Carbon footprint. Oh, my yeah. God. It's huge. insane. It's invisible, but it's huge. And also, Wonder Woman's doing all these, like, plastic straw, like, commercials. You see the billboards, and it's like, you fly around <laughs> in that invisible jet. Yeah. Also, where was the, the, the like, gold for that? Lasso mind, like I would love to see the the sourcing papers. That's that. child labor for sure. It's definitely child oh, that's labor. Like, she has the same kids that Nestle uses. Yeah, it's really yeah. bad. Yeah, <laughs> the takeaway here is that Ian hates female superheroes. Well, no, 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 no. Because I love Scarlet Witch. <laughs> he's he's mans he's manslating Wonder Woman. I'm manslating Wonder Woman to everybody out there. <laughs> I don't think she can fly though. No, yeah. No, she's I, got the she's got the smash her wrist. She can smash her wrist together and create like a crazy sonic boom. Yeah. Um, does she have laser eyes? Maybe I'm completely off. Maybe she doesn't have anything the same as Superman. I think you're thinking of uh, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Stealing could a joke be. from The Simpsons. Yeah, Zena can't be. fly. I told you. I'm Linda or Lucy Lawless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, Wonder Woman and her own lasso of truth. That's tough. Because if you live by if you live by that honesty policy, eventually you're gonna get you're gonna get bit by it too. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I try that, to say, yeah, that would be tough to, be to get tied up your own lasso, and then they start asking you questions. And you're like, yeah, oh, shit, it works. You ever really think well. that where you're like, if you gotta go get, I don't know, like I just think like my wisdom teeth or something. If I get them out, and then you're like the ride home, you know, you need a ride home. You're like, why? So they can ask me deep shit, and I can't say anything. Like I have to tell the truth. It just feel because people always do that when they're on <laughs> anesthesia. They just tell There's some stuff I just don't want to say. Wait. Some thoughts that I want to keep up here. All right. <laughs> you know Sean's greatest weakness. Yeah. <laughs> Anesthesia, <Dental> baby. <laughs> uh time for my third pick. I'm going to take Kyrie Irving and his greatest weakness, just asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> just being a little Kyrie curious. Doing a second search. Yes. <laughs> One of the most entertaining basketball players on the court of like of all time. He's so much fun Incredible. to watch. He's so good. He I feel like he was pretty universally beloved. And then he just started asking questions. Like and a lot of those questions are valid, but he also can't stop himself from doing it. And sometimes he asks the wrong questions too. Yeah, he'll ask all the questions. He'll ask all the questions. And I think like I like this may might be personally for me. I'm like, I would absolutely love this guy if he wasn't just sometimes asking some questions. Ian, question for you specifically. Yeah. <laughs> is he, no, this is real. Is he is he the the anti-Semite you most would like back? Does that make sense? Uh, Kanye West. I would like I would I take think I would for trade me it's probably 10, Kanye too. Ten Kyries for a Kanye. Or Mel Hitler. Gibson, not even top three. <laughs> not even. No, 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 no. Roald Dahl any... over Mel Gibson. Yeah, I'll Henry take Ford Dahl over Mel Gibson. <laughs> I use I roll Dahl more, Henry Ford more. Yep. <laughs> it probably goes Kanye, Henry Ford, <laughs> Roll Dahl, uh, Lenny Riefenstahl. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta separate the art from the artist yeah, with yeah, Reefen yeah. Style. Triumph of the Will is a well shot picture. <laughs> the um, woman had an eye for detail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like with Kanye, I mean, I think he's mentally ill. I don't think Kyrie Irving is mentally ill. I just think Kyrie super doesn't like being told what to do. Yeah. 
by anybody, which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, to me, that is his greatest weakness. Sean Jordan, time it, for your third. The guy your can ollie, he can ollie on a skateboard. Too. He's it's amazing. Like, yeah. He's so cool. He has the best got the sneakers. the whole world in front of you. <laughs> I still like him he on does. balance. I still like him. I also don't I also don't think he meant that post anti-Semitically, but then people started telling him that was anti-Semitic. And I think he was just a little bit like, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna apologize for it at all. You can't tell me what's anti-Semitic. Like open your eye, bro. Like that kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's I think that's where the problem is, because it's like, that's not true. People can't tell you what's anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is maybe <laughs> one of the few things you should listen to. You shouldn't listen to Nike on their sneaker contracts. Yeah. Or, Maybe maybe listen to, you know, your coach sometimes, too. But those are the only two. Yep. Kyrie Irving. Agreed. Uh, Sean? Time for my third and fourth? Yeah, that's right. Uh, third, I'm going... I'm torn. They're both in the same world. I just don't know which, I, which one I like more. Okay, we'll go a little more, like, existential, I guess. So this person, there's nothing. There was no weakness. Nothing could get to them. And uh, the one thing that got to them was the good the good in him. I'm picking Darth Vader. His only weakness Whoa. was the good in him. Ultimately proved to not be a weakness, but that was the only thing that was there that was messing him up. Was just deep down, he couldn't be that hard ass that he wanted to. There was a little bit of good in him. That's ended right. Ended up getting him. Just a it little bit of heart for the better. But like the whole, there was nothing that could get to him. Like nothing, nothing at all. Like you watch, especially when you go through and you watch like Rogue One and stuff. They give you like some earlier. You're like, damn, dude, it was gnarly. He did not give a shit. And it was just that little bit of good in him, you know? Yeah. He was tough, Darth Vader. Yeah. 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 Bringing it down. It's not all hilarious. Imagine if, like, <laughs> we had a president serious. that had to wear a suit like that, though. <laughs> Dude, it'd be so sick if, if someone in position of power had to do that. I wonder if it'd be... I'd probably... <laughs> be terrifying like if there was a if the next president just decides to dress like darth vader it'd be funny for 10 minutes and then i'd be like oh, do you think pretty he scary. made the stormtroopers dress like that all the time like even when they were just walking around the like the death star because he's like he doesn't want it to be weird that he's wearing like a full body armor helmet kind of thing so he's like and all the troops of course yeah regardless yeah. regardless like of whether of a, it's an intimidating thing we do as a as a group it's scary, and that's why we all do it. It's yeah. not because any of us fell in a volcano while we were fighting our... Well, because some of them, like the upper brass, they're just in normal clothes, you know? Yeah, kind like, of military-looking yeah. garb. But, it would, but like, imagine it's like, it's like Donald Trump, or it's not even... It's like Joe Biden, and then there's, like, Cornell West, and then Donald Trump in, like, a full Darth Vader outfit. And they're like, um, President Trump, if you were reelected, and he's just like... <laughs> People are like, we love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Your lack of faith is disturbing. <laughs> or anyone. It doesn't have to be. I'm not like doing that thing of like, oh, Donald Trump's like the empire. Yeah. I, but I mean, like, whoever it is, if like Bernie Sanders was like wearing a Darth Vader outfit <laughs> at a debate, it would be so funny. If we can't let him get this old, eventually one of them will need a full time breathing yeah. apparatus to participate in the debates. Yeah, dude. Politics. You can any any three of my picks so far. If any person, like any position of power, dressed like them, Predator, Roger Rabbit, or Darth Vader, <laughs> that's true. I'd be pretty pretty freaked out. <laughs> I like I'm making light, but space apnea is no joke. No, it's not at all. <laughs> the like if the next president dressed like Predator, <laughs> it would be fucking killer. terrifying. I think George W. Bush dressed like Roger Rabbit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you he could know, pull it off. Yeah. 
At one of those vibe. themed college parties or something. Yeah, Look you know he did. <laughs> uh, uh, so yes, the, the good in him for Darth Vader. Good. Excellent pick. Um, uh, I'll get off the villain tip. I'm going to go uh, Marty McFly and being called a chicken. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Big, that's good. Big like... um. Just that I don't really, I think maybe getting spit on, I've only been spit on once, but I don't think there's anything short of that that someone could do to me that would be like, I'm willing to get myself in any situation. Probably you've been spit on, on more than once. Every time you fell asleep first on the tour, Dave and I took turns spitting on you all night. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. I, I didn't fall asleep uh, you know. once. I passed out every night. <laughs> Dave and I never made eye contact, but we both knew to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think there's... Yeah, there's not much that somebody could just like one thing somebody could say. But yeah, any Marty McFly, anytime. What are you, chicken? And he's just like, well, now I got to do that thing. I got to get in there. Yep. Other than that, dude had it pretty together. Navigated time travel pretty well for a teenager. I mean, lived by a code. Yeah, he lived by a code. And that code was being called a chicken. I also like the <laughs> Biff, Biff, like the bully of bullies, uh, ready to do the most horrible things you could do to a yeah. person in Back to the Future. Only could think to call him a chicken. That was the big like, what are you chicken, dude? Yeah. <laughs> like, Biff, bro, what did I say? Biff, about between that word. this and the sexual assault, I've got about <laughs> this much patience left with you. <laughs> You're skating on thin if ice, but one more thing. What sexual assault calls him a chicken? One more thing. I'm not gonna write a letter to a judge asking for him to sentence you more leniently. <laughs> not at all. I will not do it. <laughs> what were they thinking? Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Uncle. I felt like when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, so they wrote these letters before the trial. Maybe their friend told them he didn't do it, so they wrote these letters. After he was found guilty, it happened. After he was found guilty. What are oh, we talking about? Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis wrote letters. They wrote letters on Danny Masterson's behalf? After yeah. he was found guilty. After he was convicted. Yeah. They, were, they wrote letters to the judge that were like, please, Hammer, don't hurt him. Like that, They were like, don't sentence him too, <laughs> don't sentence him too harshly. And then they had to make a video apologizing. <laughs> For the letters they wrote asking for, the for leniency? Yeah. They were like, you know, uh, and their apology was like, we didn't realize you were going to see this. Yeah, sorry, we didn't know we were going to get caught. That's, yeah. I mean, deep down, that's everyone's apology. Yeah. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Every apology. They were like, I didn't know I was going to get caught. Definitely busted. for sorry. financial crimes. <laughs> yeah. The oh, levels of insanity that. to it, where it's just like, A, you think that a judge is going to be swayed by Ashton Kutcher's letter, where you're like, oh, okay, well. If no, anything, that didn't, that hurt. If anything, that. the judge is like, 40 to life now. Yeah. I can't, believe, to life, right? I can't believe the apology wasn't like, ah, you got punked. We didn't really write those letters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we know, yeah, we want you in there, bud. I did we not know that. That's, in there, bud. that's wild. No, I yeah. didn't know that. Really anyway, wild. Yes. Being called a being called a chicken to Marty McFly seems to me his real only weakness. Mm -hmm. Excellent pick. He's probably had diarrhea, but yeah, mainly being called <laughs> but a chicken. But he rose above it and, and never let yeah. it stop him. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriends and turning 25 years old. I thought about, dude. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> yep. It's what a crazy. He doesn't seem to give one rip about being criticized for that. No, he doesn't. It's, yeah, it's not, not only does he not seem to, it seems. I don't think he does. I don't think he yeah, cares. Right. I, yeah, know, I don't think he gives a shit. <laughs> no. I think he's just right on the end where he's like, it's not, he's still working. I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, he's, he's just fine. It's, it's just a, it's a, it's a hilarious thing to watch happen where he's just like, yep, 
Still doing it. There's something in a in a weird roundabout way of it that's kind of elevated where it's like, I'm informing you, you know what the situation's gonna be right up top. You're entering <laughs> into the situation and you get to date a movie star for a while. Yeah. And then we're it's all on the table. When I when you turn 25, this is over. Yeah. It's like a master's degree. Enter into the situation knowing that. <laughs> Yeah. If Susan Sarandon yeah. wanted to take me down that road, I'd say, where's, where's Shotgun? Let's uh, give me. She's like, Sean, as soon as you turn 46. <laughs> Susan Sarandon is just dating a string of men in their early to mid 40s. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut you off and find a different 41 year old, Sean. <laughs> yeah. I just like what they got better. All right. <laughs> It's just the thing about men that I'm attracted oh, to. Oh, no, don't turn 46. You're so sexy. No. <laughs> Your credit score is just two points too low for me. I need a, I need a 41-year-old. Um, it's these women's greatest weakness. Otherwise, they're, they're beautiful, intelligent, successful, and then unfortunately, they can't help themselves. They just have to turn 25. Well, my, my theory is this. If, um, if this is how Leonardo DiCaprio is going to do it, if he's going to be upfront about this, I yeah. think any woman under 25 should get to date Leonardo DiCaprio for a short period of time, yes. like a couple weeks. We yeah. should nationalize Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Ab- you should, there should at least be a national lottery. It's like oh, it's oh, like, going going to the, it's like military yeah. service in other countries. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you got to go to Nardo for a week. Um, David, time for your fourth pick. Uh, my fourth pick, this one is very personal. And let me know, because I could see how this one isn't, is possibly not. I'm saying the uh, Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. But you overcame it. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you can overcome your crazy. That's true. People. That's, That's true. beautiful. That's <laughs> yeah. so beautiful. For modern era, it was like 2009. I thought we had it and we lost it to Kobe. And then 2020, I thought we had it. We lost yep. it to LeBron and AD. Yep. And then I was like, this last year, I was like, man, if we just beat the Lakers, you know what I mean? And we fucking swept. swept. Are you kidding me? That's the ultimate triumph. I mean, you know, I'm not going to get in the way of a basketball pick. I think I this fucking plays absolutely. absolutely to hate on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. this is please. fucking pieces of shit. I love a bouncing on the handlebars pick. It's, it's every time, time I thought we were going to make it. It was the in, in modern history. You know what I mean? It was the Lakers, and it was like, and it looked like we were poised to possibly, and then we to end it with the sweep. Come on, man! Beautiful. How's Come on, man! Fun being a Laker fan. I this I don't is sour grapes. It. This is full sour grapes. Oh, hundred percent. That's why you don't like born the Lakers. Raised, you're from yeah. LA. Like, of, of course, I get it. I know, but like, this it's is, just like, go on, please. I was just going to say, I, do you, I don't know if you have this thing living in LA because you probably have more friends that have done this. But when you see like a big time celebrity that moves to LA and is like, I love the Lakers now, ugh. it's like, well, yeah, oh, I get so ugh about it. I hate you can go it. to the you can go to a game without wearing Lakers. You can just go sit courtside and be famous. You don't need to have yeah. a jersey on. Do you it's feel fine. like that happens with the Dodgers more? Mm. I feel like people are very quick to co-op the Dodgers. The Dodgers looks the the hat a blue LA hat is so sick looking to me though. Yeah. I almost got one when when I was there. Like it it's just a rad ass hat, I think. It is a good hat. Yeah, it's great. And people don't like there, there's not like such a tumultuous relationship with the Dodgers, right? As there is with the Lakers. Like people don't hate the Dodgers, do they? Not as like, I, I kind of thought it was the same thing. 
really? I feel differently about it. But maybe that's because yeah, it's you're baseball. You're baseball Amer- American League, National League. Or, you know what I mean? So it's right. like they weren't yeah. constant rivals. And you lived in San Francisco, David, where there couldn't be a stronger base of that's a good point as well. that's a good point as well. God, that's another icy hat too. Or the Giants. God, that's oh, yeah. a cool looking hat. Yeah. We didn't have a baseball team in Portland, so I like I bought a Dodgers hat. I don't follow them at all. I would never call myself a fan, but like I do wear the hat when I go to games. I had a Brooklyn Dodgers hat for a while. Oh yeah, and that's a fu- that's a fun hat. That's a compulsory Jew accessory. This is exactly right. <laughs> celebrating, <laughs> celebrating our heyday in baseball. One yeah. guy, <laughs> when Brooklyn had a baseball team, and also he played in L.A. for like a a bunch of that too, didn't he? Sand- mm-hmm. Sandy mm-hmm. Koufax. Who's Sandy Koufax? Yeah, yeah, you know, I knew, I knew. you know I knew. Sandy Koufax. I knew Who, no, the I other big Jewish athlete, Brad Osmus. <laughs> 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 Who's the kid right now? The the D-League? Have you guys not watched that D-League documentary? Oh, there is the guy with the yarmulke in the D-League. Yeah, he's fun. Who else? We have Mitchell Schwartz, an offensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) And that might be it. We've had it. They're mostly baseball guys. We've had a few baseball baseball. guys. Baseball and some offensive linemen. (laughs) (laughs) Just the big Ryan Terrell. Oh, Ryan Terrell. Ryan Terrell? I don't basketball mean to, player. I don't mean to sound crude, but if you told me the name Brian Terrell, I would have been like, "That's not a Jewish guy." Not at I, all. That was my bro, first he, thought too. Immediate. He wears a keeper. Damn. Does he know it's a Jewish <laughs> thing? Oh, he went to like <laughs> no, he went to like Jew, a Jewish. He went, he went to like yeshiva, oh, right, or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. You there's, I mean, that's. It would be amazing if he went because there's there was a kid that went to Maryland a few years ago, and that's about as powerhouse a program in college basketball as you get and still work. Like there's nobody at Duke. No. <laughs> Keep it up. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Terrell. Oh, he doesn't look he look oh. I'm not saying anything. I'm not trying to get all I don't want to get I'm not trying to get all self-loathing here, but he is so blonde. Hmm. Or is he dying it? I mean, he's he from convert? California, baby. He looks colors, like huh? a drawing of Jesus where you wouldn't feel comfortable in that church. <laughs> <laughs> but God bless him. Adonai bless him. L'chaim. L'chaim. And Mazel Tov. <laughs> where are we at? Uh, oh, Josh, it's time to for your fourth and then your final picks already, for God's sake. Wow. Okay. Jeez, I'm. There have been so many good picks. I'm gonna have to go. All four of mine. So, I, I mean, this has been a master class. This is an incredible draft across the board. I'm gonna go. So this is. It's too good to leave on the table. You had Ariana Grande, weird looking men. Yeah. I'm gonna go salt and pepper men. Just <laughs> yeah. straight across okay, the board. <laughs> Girls, what's who, my weakness? Men. Who are I have you wa- talking to? Was that this show or last show where I said I was going to sing it for karaoke? That was this one, right? I didn't hear it. No, it was the last one. Yeah. We talked about it last episode, an hour ago to me. I yes. I think so often about how if I was hanging out with all my friends and I was like, hey, what's my weakness? And they all shouted the same thing in unison. <laughs> oh. I would be like, delete the recording. Oh. Hubris. <laughs> oh, okay, man. Hey, what's my Gods, weakness? what's my Liquor. weakness? Hubris. <laughs> once, once somebody loves you back, you question their taste because you don't love yourself, and that makes you like them less. 
and you don't think you're worthy of love and you have to work on you have to love yourself and it's like you all talked did you talk about this before and like no no we just knew also it's very annoying when you talk over people and cause casual conversation <laughs> <laughs> It's what kind of a, a smell in your house. You don't notice it because you live there. <laughs> you saying what's my weakness implies that there's one. And if we're going to, <laughs> if we're gonna have this conversation, we should have this conversation. Honestly, me and Jake were talking about this on the ride over. There's a lot of stuff you could work on. Spinderella, do you want to stop the track? We really need to. We've actually been meaning to bring up your biggest weakness to you. This is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man Love that's it. terrifying to think about i think about it so much it's like and, and she just takes it in stride yeah okay then okay yeah. then that just has just has a whole verse let's talk about, about it. it yeah okay let's get yeah, let's get into Chilling. it i was prepared Chilling. for this mind yeah. of my business your salt i looked around and i couldn't believe this <laughs> i swear i'll stand my niece my witness the brother had it going on what's up and got a I could do the whole thing. Tried to kick it. I'm not shy, so I asked for the digits. I don't know. Hope. Oh, no. Now I'm on the spot. I hope you do the voodoo that you do. Hmm? I don't know. The the voodoo that you do. She's really into Sully from Godsmack. Yeah, yeah. So, well, this is. Shoop, shoop, shoop. (laughs) What's my weakness? together. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't. How come that little mashup never happened at the Grammys? (laughs) Salt and pepper and Godsmack. I don't know how you do that. That you do. <laughs> oh. uh, an excellent fourth pick. And we're going to get to your fifth pick right after this short break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, listen, we all have things that stress us out. If you don't, then hit me in the DMs. Let me know your secret. I have been trying my whole life to figure out what to do about that. We keep them bottled up. You know, it starts to affect you negatively. I don't care who you are. It just does. You take it out on people. Uh, you know, you, one, one day it's like the dishes are piling up or whatever. And then you're having, a, you're having a fight over parking space. It just, they bottle up and they come out in negative ways. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Everybody has things that bother them. It could be your best friend in the world. It could be your partner. There's always stuff. That's just human nature. And you don't want to bottle it up. You want to tell people. Sometimes you don't want to tell the person because it doesn't really matter that much, you know, but you want to tell someone. You want to feel like you've been heard. I live in the world. I get how it is. And telling someone, it's always the best. What do you, you know what I mean? You call your best friend, you vent a little bit. You had a rough day at work, you vent. That's what therapy is. It's just somebody who lets you vent and they don't need to vent themselves. Come on, it's perfect. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It is done entirely online, like a ton of things these days. It's extremely convenient. You don't got to get up. You don't got to go to the office. You don't got to sit in traffic. You just sit there on the laptop. It's convenient for you. It's flexible. We all got different schedules. You know, you're working nights. They want to work with you. They can help you out. They suit to your schedule. You just go out, you fill out a brief questionnaire. Uh, You get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Sometimes you don't get the right fit right away. They want it to work just as bad as you want it to work. So give it a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash allfantasy today to get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash allfantasy. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. 
Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And we're back. Welcome back to all. Welcome back to all fantasy everything. We got callers on the line here. Uh, Sean S. Jordan on Twitter. Sean Cougamel Jordan on Instagram. What, what what can the Yankees do to fix the hole that they're in right now? What's going on? I'll, I can tell them in uh, Omaha, November 16th, if the Yankees, if the Yankees want to bring it into Omaha, I'll let them know. Uh, November 16th, I'll be there. I think this comes, I think these dates are right. Isaac, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this comes out on the 19th. If it does, I'm 10 days away from recording my special in uh, Portland, Oregon. There's hopefully no tickets left at this point, but if there are, scoop them up. I think there's and, about uh, 600 left available anyway. Damn, dude. <laughs> Nobody's coming, dude. I see. Nobody's coming. Uh, and then I'll be with that gem, the guy that you just heard r- drag me through the mud, uh, November 30th through December 2nd in Vancouver, Canada, showing him skateboard spots, driving around, getting poutine, looking at the old Olympic Village, uh, going on a hike. Is Vancouver also a, a poutine place? I, I, I honestly there. don't know. It is. I got it yeah. there when I was there last time. They added some I bar. I thought that was cross country. I guess it is. I didn't know. See the yeah. shining sea. Because we don't do that here. It's not like you like you know America cheesesteaks. Like what, we don't have that <laughs> I mean, thing, right? You eat McDonald's yeah. everywhere. Right. Yeah, I can get a cheesesteak in Portland. We're not There's, a dish. It's or not like, like an apple dish. pie. Uh, apple pies aren't as regional, right? Like that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chislick isn't. That, it should be. It's a national treasure. Anyway, Chislick, other dude, than that, it's just fucking... meat. It's just a little cut up meat. Oh, it's dang cool. Isn't it just a little cut up? Am I wrong? It's just yeah, like, no, it's that's just a little exactly cut up what it, that's meat. Why I've never heard of this. It shocks me that people think it sounds gross. Chislick is a South Dakota dish where you you cut you square inch cubes of steak, you deep fry them, steak or lamb, deep fry them, sprinkle a little garlic salt on them, you serve it with toast or saltines and a side of ranch. It's so good. I say that and people are like, oh, that sounds disgusting. No, it doesn't. It's just steak bits. They have them everywhere. They're just called like little steak fingers or whatever. Chislick yeah. is a certain thing. I dig. Now I'm getting all hot. Now I'm getting all heated. Yeah, man. It's okay. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> it sounds good. I like a little steak finger. Dude, they're great. They are great. If, if you ever find yourself at a bowling alley in Sioux Falls, it's going to be the best chiz like you're ever going to find. I believe it. We got David in Staten Island. David has some ideas on how the New York <laughs> Liberty need to, uh, need, need to attack the, the Las Vegas Aces here in their upcoming game. David, you're on the horn. This one is just funny. Pootie Tang, hoes. <laughs> oh, that's your weakness. That was his weakness. Oh, no. no, what's your, your dates? Your dates. Cool guy joke. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I like it. Though. I thought you were doing like a radio caller bit, like a Baba do. Booey thing. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, like your Baba Booey is booty tango. That'd be a great pick, is what I thought right away. And I was like, oh, no, that's a pick. Sorry, that's guys. My bad. I was doing like a gimmick. Eight. I was doing a gimmick. It's all, that's my fault. I've slept like eight to 10 hours in the last three days. Yeah. Uh, so this comes out of the 19th, right? Uh, yeah, Isaac, yeah, cut, so. that, cut that out. You, now you guys know what my last pick is. Uh, <laughs> you just go. And David, yeah, put it, this one's just funny. Put it hang hose. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I'm not, I'm not cutting that. <laughs> Saturday, October 21st this week, uh, New York City. Uh, Sunday, Worcester, Mass. 
October 25th, Kansas City, Missouri. October 26th, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. October 27th and 28th, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Go to bringdavidaplay.com for those tickets. Come on out, buy some merch. We're having a good time. I just saw Kurt Braunohler at the farmer's market, and he said that Wooster Room is great. Is it Ralph's? Oh, I don't I don't know, man. I got to let me click it. I have to imagine. There can't be like a lot of places to do comedy in Wooster, right? I guess yeah, I don't know Ralph Wooster Steiner. that well. Yeah, that is a cool spot. Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Josh Gondelman is here. At Josh uh-huh. Gondelman on Twitter. And at, just at Josh Gondelman on Instagram as well, right? That's right. And TikTok. And TikTok. TikTok I'm on TikTok, you yeah. To. You have to. You have to. You have to. Um, I am going to be back at Bottle Rocket in Pittsburgh on November 18th, which is a great I just spot. Played, it's fun. I just played there. It's I a really fun room. Do it. Yeah, you should do it. It's good. Um, and that's all I know so far. More stuff will come up. But um, I do. I write a newsletter, free newsletter every Monday called That's Marvelous. It's full of pep talks. It's where I put all my new live dates. So if you live all over, I'm going to, I imagine I'll be still on the road for a while. And uh, a couple of couple things next year is too far to plug. But uh, that's marvelous. Joshgondelman.substack.com. Sign up. That's where all your Josh Gondelman needs will be fulfilled. For all the Josh Gondelmaniacs out there. First of all, they can't be fulfilled ever, but it's where they can, they can be, they they can take the edge off. Briefly quenched. (laughs) Quenched. You throw it out. You know what? Like, I just need to take another, I know we've talked about it, but another moment of appreciation for all the words Sean's been using lately. Like, I I, I don't know what happened. I recently listened to a chapter on a book, man. Yeah, goddamn (laughs) right. book? How to talk to kids so they'll listen. <laughs> it's a book about having toddlers, and it's just... It's a book clutch. about being on a but podcast. All they do is tell you that you can't... All it is is shit that you... It's basically don't do anything that your parents did. You can't tell a kid no. You can't say, why did you do that? You, ha- you It's like, you there's layers like- to it. Put on Grateful Dead cassettes all Saturday morning of <laughs> like, tape so shows. So Max goes and colors on the wall. I can't be like, I can't go take the crayons and be like, no, you know, that's what that's what this book would have. It's like you can't do things like that because it's going to leave a bad taste, and they're just going to want to do it. So you have to reason, which all makes sense. You got to be like, do we color on the walls? And then she says no, and then you go, where do we color? And then she'll show you the paper. You can't it's put like that. ice cubes and white wine. You can't go see Little Feet in concert because <laughs> all the stuff your parents did, you can't. <laughs> you can't, can't own like you can't get a 1990 oh, you 19- can't you can't spend like six months researching what new speakers to buy for the living room and then just like buy them on impulse one weekend <laughs> you can't get a 1988 eddie bauer edition ford aerostar van like they really don't want you to do that you can't show up with your car burnt to a crisp on the inside and tell me that it wasn't insurance fraud when I know that it fully was, but you said a fix a flat exploded in the car. And so the whole thing just lit up. <laughs> that actually is probably good advice. Different, Don't different do that. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, yeah. If it says that in the book, that's a good book, Sean. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't read it. I heard it. Uh, <laughs> Josh, it is time for your final pick. Oh, wait. No, I'm me. I'm Ian Carmel. Ian Carmel on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Come see me. And my beautiful, brilliant friend, Sean Jordan, at the House of Comedy in Vancouver, BC, November 30th through December 2nd. I will be at the Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas, December 8th and 9th. I'm going to be at the Revolution Hall in Portland, Oregon on March 23rd. Tickets available now. 
uh, and a bunch of other shows coming up. So keep an eye on my socials for that. All right, Josh, it is time for your final pick. I got to go big with the final pick. This is like a high upside pick, big swing. I'm going to go with the human race and talking snakes. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. They really <laughs> fucked up our shit. Whoa. Damn. <laughs> Damn it. It really but, did. Damn yeah. it. Damn it. I think once home. again, we're simpatico on our last picks. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to hear what yours is. That's basically David's, I bet. Because it's, it's, it's not only, there's also the snake from uh, the Jungle Book. You know what I mean? That like snake, they, they yeah. keep coming back. Sure. Marshall Voldemort. Hell yeah. yeah. Snakes talk, we listen. <laughs> Damn. Damn, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Snake talk. Snake talk we listen. That'd be a shirt I'd wear. Snake talk we listen. <laughs> that? That's a shirt you wear? <laughs> As opposed to what? If it's what written is, in Old English. Now that's a shirt I'd wear. <laughs> it's written in Old English. Is that what you said, Sean? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, the font really sells it. <laughs> oh, it's Old English. Okay, yeah. I think we'd all wear that. It has to be. Snakes talk yeah, I yeah. listen. Comma's in the right place. Sublime sun behind it. <laughs> You're making a shirt. We're designing a shirt. Right You're now. making a shirt. This is how this is how this is how fashion gets changed. Uh, There's no uh, fiction about snakes giving us good advice. Never once. No, no. They I think never that's unfair to snakes. Yeah, they're out here getting like the worst PR on fucking Earth. You know Seriously. what I mean? Seriously, they're just oh, trying to man. eat mice and chill. And then you watch Little Mermaid, and crabs are like telling guys to be more assertive in their dating life. Oh, yeah. Lions are giving people good advice on all sorts of things. The fucking yeah. Narnia. Like, get out of here. They don't have our best interests at heart. Lions. Snakes, they really get the shaft. Like, lions. Yeah. Lions don't care any more about us than snakes do. Probably less. Probably oh, less. That's, that's why they're giving us less. that. Yeah. False news, dude. <laughs> lions with the false news. <laughs> snake, snake news. <laughs> snake news. Snake news, dude. Are you doing a lion because it sounds like lying pun there, oh, no. Sean? Sean? No. 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 Sean? I mean, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. Be honest. <laughs> I wasn't. No, I wasn't. <laughs> so with those lions, they giving us all the fake news. So what yeah. what was that then? <laughs> the fake news from the lions? And why would You didn't they hear what the... they said about 9-11? Lion 11? You didn't hear about what they said about Lion 11? <laughs> Damn. Sometimes when you're backed in a corner, you say hyena something. has hit pride rock. <laughs> That's why you never write punchlines until you're in front of 300 people. <laughs> then you just have to come up with one. Uh, it's worked out great a couple times for you today. Uh, uh, David, time for your final pick. <laughs> what, what, what was it? I, I'm taking this because it's funny. The hero, Pootie uh, Tang and Hose. Yeah. And that's really, there's not really much to it. Funny, funny, funny flaw for that guy. It, it's a, it's perfect. It's a it's a BLT. You don't need any yeah. other ingredients. Come on, sign your pity on the runny kind. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is the here's my final pick, and this is kind of a gripe, a little bit as well. <laughs> new it's rule, <laughs> new rule. It's the aliens from Signs and Ooh. Water. Yeah, this is yeah, on my yeah. list oh, that too. was their issue. Water, bro. Like what? Like they came to Earth? It rains. A planet that's eighty percent water, and where yeah. it rains, and like water's your weakness. Seems like a bad like call. 
Also, we didn't accidentally figure that out at some point for like a like. It, there wasn't they a drizzle for a while. There wasn't a drizzle. They were you in fucking Brazil. The, the fire hoses on them. We've done that to people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How did we not fucking figure it out with these fucking? It's just insane to me. It's insane that that's what their weakness is. It's insane that we didn't figure it out. If I had been a stand-up comedian in 1998 or whatever that movie came Ooh, out. I would have ate. You'd have seen me at the open up. mics with all that sign mater- signs material. I would have 15 ate. minutes. Swing away. <laughs> we can witch of the West, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah, water's, yeah. water's a common one. Like, I feel like water's out of there. Yeah, water's big in, in like, whatever. The, the, the one weakness world. It's a good call. Thank you. Thank you. And the final pick, Sean Jordan. All right, it's pretty specific, but it popped into my head, and I really think it's funny. So, in the movie Austin Powers, very first one, Will Ferrell plays a bit role. He's one of the henchmen, and his only weakness is being asked a question three times. Oh yeah, oh it's yeah, yeah. I just I like that. He's like, damn, three times. <laughs> How many was that? that. Damn, yeah. <laughs> and then when he falls, it's starting to smell like almonds. <laughs> yeah, I just I just thought it was such a funny tiny little joke in that movie damn three times well now i have to tell you so yeah. that a ridiculous weakness but a weakness all the same funny love austin powers great movie who doesn't man it holds yeah, up baby i love boston powers boston <laughs> did love powers. boston powers too <laughs> <laughs> uh, kid. well this was this was absolutely lovely the, the isaac lee super producer ice what is your pick my pick is english footballer david beckham and his voice. Oh, good call, David Beckham and his voice. That is so good. David, Be- David Beckham and his voice. You got a whack voice. I don't think I've ever heard. Oh yeah, David Beckham. It's insane. <laughs> He's so hot and so he good. Is, at he is. I'm gonna look him up real quick. He is very attractive. I He's insanely hot. It's crazy how hot he is. But also, he was like an amazing soccer player. Was he hotter than he was good at soccer? Or was he as good at being both? Like good at being hot as he was at soccer? Let me ask that question. He is probably equal at both. Wow. Yeah. He's he was that good at soccer. And he was, he's that hot. God, I'm looking at, I mean, one of the many photos of him with his shirt off. The man... It's so I get so jealous of dudes with like dope looking tattoos. I don't even know what they are. I'm just like, man, the ink's in the right spot. He looked yeah. great. He was a sensation. <laughs> I mean, like I like how that ink dried, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't look good. There's no right spot for my chest tattoo. <laughs> He's obviously married to Posh Spice. Uh, he has mm-hmm. everything, everything in the world. A bunch of money. He owns Inner Miami, <laughs> except for his voice is awful. And his son. He has everything in the world but a talented son and a cool voice. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, fair trade. Poor Brooklyn Beckham. Uh, Excellent pick, guys. To recap our picks, Josh, you went first. You took Odysseus and Hubris, Superman and Kryptonite, Lit and Lit, Salt and Pepper (laughs) and Men, and the Human Race and Talking Snakes. David, (laughs) you went second. You took Michael Jordan and Ill-Fitting Jeans, Nas and Beats, Wonder Woman and her own lasso of truth, the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, and then Pootie Tang and Hoes. I went third, (laughs) and I took Ariana Grande and Weird Looking Dudes, Tuna Salad and Celery, Kyrie Irving and Just Asking Questions, Leonardo DiCaprio's Girlfriends and The Age of 25, and The Aliens from Signs and Water. Sean, you went last. You took Predator and Mud. 
the shave and a haircut and Roger Rabbit, Darth <laughs> Vader and the good in him. Marty McFly and being called a chicken and Austin Powers or Will Ferrell's character from Austin Powers <laughs> and being asked the question <laughs> three times. What, baby? What, baby, I have one. Wait, Dana has one. Oh, secret guest pick from Dana Schwartz. Here, come yeah, in. Come on, in but here. just say yeah, come men on. in turtlenecks and Columbo. Oh, Dana says men in turtlenecks and Columbo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Both committing the crimes and people at home watching. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guest pick from uh, Dana Schwartz. Uh, we we want to hear your picks. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone on the AFE Patreon where you can get mailbag episodes, bonus episodes, auction drafts, live episodes, and Isaac Lee's super tasteful. We actually got uh, David LaChapelle in for the last batch of them, and I think they turned out really, really great. <laughs> His uh, Isaac Lee's tasteful nudes on our Patreon. Just beautiful. Like, it doesn't make you think of anything sexual. It just makes no. you think about the beauty of, of us as, as artistic, sort of you know, delicate. I want to use the word delicate. Aesthetic, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Sensual, but Sensual. not over the top. No. Mm-hmm. It's like almost nudity as fashion. Yeah. Right. It's like almost right. like, yeah. Like it's yeah. a fashion choice. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and those are, that's on every level of the Patreon. And, and our exclusive merchandise with Trailblazing. Yeah. At the highest level of the Patreon. The hats have been shipped out. They look super dope. Uh, oh, there he is. Josh I'm Conlon. Wearing a wearing a, hat right a now. trailblazing hat hey. right now. Analytics. Uh, shout out to everyone on the AFE Shislackity, the AFE subreddit. Shout out to super producer Isaac on the ones and twos. Shout out to St. Sue Carmel. Shout out to Frankie Ocean. Shout out to the Dude. Shout out to Haji Beats. And more important than all of that, tune in again next week to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shislackity! That was a HeadGum Podcast.